0: Hi everyone and welcome to episode 7 of Bars to the Bar. This is your host Hannah. I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I know for me it's been so amazing to be back home in New Jersey. Um, I've been counting down the days since I moved to Greensboro, North Carolina of when I could be home. And I've built up being home so much in my head and it has been so, so, so great to be home and to study for finals at home, be in my bed, be with my family, be with my dog it's been amazing um one thing i will say that i do really miss about greensboro is besides all my friends um all my law school buddies and my study buddies greensboro has done all this incredible stuff to decorate for christmas um and they have all this like amazing they have an ice skating rink they have a christmas They have two christmas villages so that's something that i am a little sad that i'm not able to see in greensboro Um, You always want what you can't have, but I'm excited to use the ice skating rink um, when I go back in January, the first week of January. So like I said, I had my first law school final yesterday, and I've really spent the majority of the time that I've been home preparing and studying for that exam, minus obviously spending time with my family and my cousin. Cousins on Thanksgiving. So I've spent a majority of the time reviewing my outline and kind of going over um, the outline that I'm working on all semester. Another great resource that I've used all trimester and I highly, highly, highly recommend and it's also free is the Barbary Online 10 resources. The civil procedure videos honestly have been the most amazing thing that I've studied all trimester. They really break things down into like very helpful subcategories and not only do they break things down but they also like kind of piece everything together so those have been like the number one thing that i have used as a study resource and have just been so helpful the professor who does the barbary civil procedure videos is amazing i love him um so i'm actually gonna weirdly miss hearing his voice and the way he explains things Um, he's a great professor he teaches at emory law school another resource that i've used all trimester and have continued to use during final studying is Quimby. For those of you who don't know what Quimby is, it's a monthly subscription service. I think I pay, I have the gold memberships. I think I pay about $22 a month. I think I have some kind of discount through the ABA. Um, Anyway, Quimby has these case briefs for mostly every case. There hasn't been one case that hasn't been on Quimby, which has been great. I think that's pretty common for 1L L year. Obviously, we'll see with 2L and 3L L year, but they break down the procedural history, the facts, the reasoning. And it's really helpful if there's a really challenging case where you don't really understand at first go. You can just log on to Quimby, kind of see, okay, this is like where um, I missed and this is what I need to understand and like what's the rule of law for the case that's especially helpful with torts. So Quimby is amazing. Um, I love Quimby. They also have quizzes, which is super helpful. Another quiz software that Elon required us to get was Themis. So Themis is bar prep um, and you can like pick what subtop- topic you want the questions um, to be in and that's super helpful. We've used that setting for our mini-, mini essays and mini assignments and mini quizzes, building up to the final and civil-, civil procedure and that's been extremely helpful. Um, just to get that multiple choice practice in because my civil procedure exam was both essays and multiple choice. So that was really helpful. Another great resource for civil procedure that I've used is Studicata. It's a YouTube, it's a law professor. Um, They just really break down everything in like just such great detail and they've been really helpful with how to like format the essays um, because the essays are kind of like a bit challenging at first. I know sometimes when I read a prompt, I'm like okay. I understand what this is asking. I understand what I need to do. But how could I format this in the best way possible? And something that we've done all trimester in civil procedure is do these essays. So we have a, we've had a lot of practice with them. And I do feel okay about the final. Obviously, there's nothing I can do now. There's no really point in stressing and ag- antagonizing over what could have been. What could I done? What could have done? What could I have done differently? But I feel okay. And I hope that obviously I did well. I hope my friends did well. Um, But we won't know um, all the law school grades get released at once. So I'll know all my grades for the trimester at once. Um, So civil procedure is now done. Um, My legal research class ended um, the day I came home. I was working up till 3 a.m. working on um, my open memo. Um, My legal writing class, legal writing communication, um, finished about three weeks ago, maybe a little more actually at this point. Um, We also had our open memo for that class as well so one more class to go for the first trimester of law school and that's torts. Um, I've been working and studying on torts throughout the time. I've been studying for civil procedure as well but now since all the other classes are over it's time to kind of hone in and focus on torts Um, so that'll be really fun and interesting um, to do but I just wanted to take this time to kind of reflect on the first trimester as a whole um, and kind of see Not only how far I've come like with just knowing the law and kind of understanding really like what it means to be a law student. But I think I've grown a lot um, and I've just grown up a lot in the past couple months. Something that I kind of geeked out about um, very recently is I'm allergic to all nuts. So I have an EpiPen. I don't really carry it around with me that much since I haven't had a reaction in a really long time. And I just don't really, I'm not really a purse person, so I don't really carry anything around. I just have everything in the back of my phone, which is very irresponsible. Um, and I will try to become a, a purse person as I like, get an older. Anyway, so I get this class action um, lawsuit notification from that they, it's a class action against EpiPen. So all trimester, I've heard about like what a class action is. And for those of you who don't know what a class action is, it's where like a bunch of group people come together and one person is like the name party and they sue a corporation usually. Um, In this example, it's a ton of people coming together and they're suing EpiPen. So I was like reading this notice to be a member of this class action and it was like the coolest thing ever because it's just a small example of like a very real life example of what you're learning in law school is now like Real. And I was so excited. I completely, like, I was like, oh my God, like, Dad, like, this is what this means. This is what this means. Like, if I waive my right to join the class action, I can't, like, sue again. So I think that all semester I kind of was just sitting back, like, oh, I'm never going to need to know, like, civil procedure. Like, I want to be a sports agent. Like, what do I need civil procedure for? Or why do I need to understand? Like, what is the relevance of this? And then I get this literally one page paper from it was like Kansas City, I think, like inviting me to be a member of this class action against EpiPen. And since I really don't have a big interest in EpiPen, but I'm still going to join because this is like so cool. because real life stuff and stuff that I've learned about all year. So that was just a quick snippet on how I feel like I'm actually learning stuff. And my parents were like, wow, like, I guess we're I guess you are learning something. Um, But I think the biggest thing that I've worked on and kind of. I think I'm gonna, I feel confident with right now is just confidence, just being a law student. Um, I think that like the first couple of weeks I just kind of felt way in over my head and I really didn't understand what I was learning because I didn't really know how to like learn it and how to put it together. Um, but I think that like week by week, like, I met with my professor for civil procedure every week. Um, I started meeting with an academic success coach um, starting a few weeks in, I guess a month in, and then I started meeting with her every other. Oh, first was every week, every every week, and then it was biweekly. Um, but just like to meet with those two and kind of like ask my questions and kind of like I don't know, just ask whatever it was on my mind at the time that I was confused about. They said like that week by week, I was gaining more confidence in talking about the law and just more confidence as a law student overall. And I think like I'm a big proponent of like saying like oh like fake it till you make it fake till you make it but like I did not do that at all like I was just like I have no idea what's going on like there was no faking it I was just like I have no idea like I'm not even going to pretend like I know what's going on I just don't know um so that's something to definitely keep in mind for like the future classes is like you know way more than you think you know and I think that it took me a very long time to kind of feel confident in my own like academic ability Um, to kind of retain all this stuff like a lot of the stuff obviously I have no law experience I didn't study anything that was law related so almost everything that we're learning is new to me and like I just have to like learn it for the first time learn it for the second time learn it for the third time then apply it to the overall scheme of the subject so I'm just I feel really good right now honestly with my position I feel very good I feel good about the final I took yesterday. I think I did as much as I could do to prepare for it, to study for it. I used a lot of different resources. Um, One thing that I did in my kitchen is just, I call it command center, is just covered in these giant poster boards, and they have different subtopics of civil procedure and kind of everything you need to know about that. Um, And that that took me like a really long time to do. Actually, I've been sending Snapchats to my friends of what command center looks like. But that was just a good like I'm a very visual person. So that was a really good visual aid. Another thing that I have worked on all trimester and something I've just been working on as a person is becoming more organized. Um, I wasn't the most organized person in college. I know I tried to be just because I, I think I was forced to be. It was less I tried to be more than I was forced to be since I had so many different things um, going on and I was pulled in so many different directions and I kind of knew where I was like where I was needed to be at different times. So I kind of had like different time slots that I would be forced to do my homework or forced to like know where I have something to do tomorrow. This is like the time spot um, where I can get it done. Obviously in law school I don't have any of those commitments or any of those Like, I'm not being pulled in kind of any direction. I'm just there to kind of go to school. I'm in a few um, clubs and activities. Shout out Sports Law Society. They've been incredible at Elon. But anyway, being uh, the number one thing that I would suggest for those um, starting law school next year, just just in general, um, it's just like organization is key. Like I think a key to being a good adult is just being organized, um, knowing like when everything is due, like staying on top of things. Also, just like making sure you have time to work out, to take for yourself, um, to make sure you get everything done, so you can have time for self care Sunday. I know that's a big thing for me. I always do a face mask and take a bath every Sunday night in order to prepare my mind. Um, for the upcoming week, because I know the weeks are really hard and they're really long in law school. I also continue to go to 10 p.m. mass. Um, I feel really connected to PC because of that, but that's something that I can only like take the time to kind of do if I finish all my work before a reasonable hour on a Sunday night. So I think organization is definitely key. Um, and that's something I will continue to work on in the next um, trimesters. And another thing, that obviously, as we itch closer to the year, is what's going to happen this summer? Um, what am I going to do this summer? Um, this is the time, December, January, of where mon- many applications will open for 1Ls. Um, and as you can probably imagine, it's obviously very competitive um, to work at these big firms in any major city, but especially New York City. And the way it usually works for a lot of the big firms is that they'll have on-campus interviews at some of the top law schools um, in the country, and they will primarily only hire from those top law schools. Um, But that hasn't really discouraged me, um, given a lot of companies that are New York-based or that have offices in New York obviously aren't coming to Elon. Um, they aren't coming to Greensboro, North Carolina, because that's just not where a lot of the law students um, want to go. There's obviously a few. Um, there's like going to be a few everywhere that want to work in New York, but that's just not what it is. So I've been doing a lot of research. Um, I've been doing a lot. I've expanded the net a lot. Um, I obviously want to work in the sports industry, as everybody knows. Um, but I've looked at different human human relations um, things, labor relations, um, looked at athletic compliance. So I'm just really opening myself up instead of narrowing the search um, because everyone's been telling me that and I think it's kind of time to do that. Obviously, it would be ideal to work in the sports law industry, but who knows? We shall see. Um, another quick thing I wanted to just say just socially wise is last week I did the barstool half marathon. Um, and one thing that I learned every, this is my third half marathon. Um, first one was honestly the best. Um, I ran it with Allie and Kelly. I personally did not train as much as I wanted to. Um, and I really wasn't sure if I was going to be able to finish that first half marathon, but since it was in person and I was able to run with one of Ali's best friends most of the time, um, it was great and I finished and I felt really good and I had like a pretty good time compared to what I was expecting. Um, but long story short, I really didn't train and the next day was in a ton of pain and my legs really, 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 really hurt when you run a half marathon obviously and you don't train you're in a tremendous amount of pain for the days following that so my second half marathon um, was supposed to be the Providence half marathon last year it fell on my birthday so I made Chris and Julia sign up um I was all set to run it and then obviously when the world stopped they canceled the half marathon, but said they were going to do it virtually. So it was virtual. Um I still wanted to do it on my birthday. And in quarantine, when I was in Monmouth Beach, I did run every day. Um I would run about like six miles, usually six, seven miles. Um, and I felt great. I was in pretty decent shape. Um at that point. I was running, I was running fast, uh, and I just like Running was just a good way to get out of the house and kind of just run for an hour, hour and a half um, as just like something to do. So that was that was good. And when I moved back to P.C. at the end of April, um, I still ran every day. Um, I run around Providence, run around campus. I run um, about like five miles, I'd say, a day. So by the time May 3rd came around, I was pretty prepared um, to run that half marathon. Um, I ran it in the morning, my friends picked me up, we had um, like a birthday celebration at our house, it was honestly one of my favorite birthdays, it was a lot of fun, we really made the most of it, Um, but that was great, and I really wasn't in any pain following. Um, After that, it was just all good, because I was prepared and ready. Um, So flash forward to this half marathon on Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, Um, shout out Erica Nardini, Nardini Run Club, she had us run two miles every day in quarantine that's kind of what started um me running again but i pushed the two miles up to like ex- expended miles and that's that was that so when i was in greensboro i was running probably about three or four miles um i would go running probably three four times a week after class just like as a stress reliever um but then it kind of stopped and then i would start to go on the treadmill and just do inclines so i really wasn't in like decent running shape um, I the runs that were 3-4 times a week started to become very shorter and I'd run like one or two times a week, but I still obviously wanted to do this half marathon. So, I did the half marathon on Wednesday, um my amazing family, my support team. Um they scattered themselves around River Road, which is this road right on the water. Um and about every 3 miles, um my sisters and my dad and then my mom at the end of it gave me water and just kind of cheered me on, and let me tell you, it was rough. <laughs> um, it was definitely the hard, the hardest of the three. Um, the time was a little bit longer than the first one, um, surprisingly, or the second one. Yeah, the second one, um, and I felt really good for the second one, so I'm not that mad about the time. Um, I will be honest, when I got to mile 10, I could not do it anymore, and I just walked for about three, four minutes because my legs were in so much pain, um, and after that, Thanksgiving was really hard to move around because my legs hurt so much. Um, And I really couldn't walk most of Wednesday um, and most of Thursday and into Friday. And it's been, my knees have been killing me. Um, But now, about a week and a half later, I finally can walk again. So I will continue to run soon. But my long-winded story of all this is... (laughs) Don't run a half marathon if you don't train for it because you're just putting your body in so much pain and it's not worth it. And I think that just comparing this to law school is like you have to train, you have to read, you have to do everything. It's not something you can just jump into and expect your body or your mind to kind of get like that's just not how it works. So there's my long winded answer of just saying that you need to be prepared for everything you do in life. You can't just wing it. Um, there was a point in my life two years ago when I could just physically run a half marathon and be fine and then recover after two days. But now in my old age of 22, I can't do that. So I think that moving forward, I know like I need to be more consistent, not only with academics, but also bring that same consistency toward working out and running and just overall finding a more balance. So I will update everyone again once finals are over. Um, I'm going to have Zins on the pod to talk about Providence basketball. Um, We had an okay, okay, Maui Classic. Um, Quick side note, my graduation present was supposed to go to the Maui Classic. Obviously, the Maui Classic is not in Maui. It was in Asheville. Um, But I think there's a lot There's a lot of potential with this team. I think we're very deep. We have a lot of players, a lot of players who are very good. A lot of players who have potential. We have a lot of new players. Um, And then we have a lot of our veterans who have really stepped up. Um, Nate's been playing incredible. AJ, David, um, Noah's been great rebounding. It's so great to see Jared Bynum playing. Um, But there's definitely a lot of work to do. And we know this, obviously. Um, We talked with Donius and Fordo. Um, We talked about how disappointing and sad um, we played last November when we were in Anaheim, and the Florida game um, at the Barclays Center was probably the worst basketball game I've ever seen us play. It was terrible, Um, and that was just bad. Like, we were truly not good at that point. And the thing is with, like, being a fan with any team, but especially if you're, like, so... I mean, I was so involved with the team, obviously not involved with the team anymore, but like there's a sense of like personal like responsibility and like when people start like talking bad about the team, like I'll get really upset and I'm like, like you don't understand or like when we miss free throws, people will be like, do you guys even practice free throws? But all I want to say here is like, we know that we never really start off the season hot and it's going to take. A few games, maybe Big East play starts soon, so hopefully sooner rather than later, for us to really get our groove and play the level that like we know that we can play. So, PC basketball fans, don't be discouraged. We know our team. We know we're not only not a first-half team, but dare I say we're a second-season team. And like we're going to be fine once Big East play rolls around, once the end of Big East play rolls around. I'm so excited for Big East play to begin um, obviously I love the Big East I love how competitive it is like how competitive the the season is I love watching Seton Hall and Xavier I'm, I'm excited to see UConn even Villanova um, but I think the Big East is it'll be interesting obviously this year to see how the college basketball season plays out but the Friars will be fine basically I'm not worried um, our team is very 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 deep this year and once we start playing with a little bit of a chip on our shoulder, I think we'll be fine. Um, Cooley, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely knows what he's doing. Our coaching staff is phenomenal. Um, as is our manager staff. Um, I know Bone and Henny and Donius are working hard out there. Um, so as always, um, go Friars and I hope everyone has a fantastic week.